Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Podbean, a bunch of other, you know, podcast um, platforms. Anyway, so I'm going to start this off. It's been a week since the um, since the last episode, episode 317. Um, I've decided because it's sort of only been me. It's uh, It's only me most of the time. And, um, you know, it's hard, um, to, you know, sort of talk by yourself for a couple hours or an hour, two times a week. So I've decided to change it. Uh, I'm going to do one, one episode a week, um, for the time being, um, hopefully that'll change. I, I like the two episodes a week platform a lot, but hopefully, um, that will change soon. But for right now I'm going with, um, one episode a week, but Ain't no big deal. Still got, uh, still doing some podcast things, so it's all good. So, um, been a week since the last episode. Uh, the last episode, I talked about why I there was a two week absence and you know stuff like that. So, I figured I'll catch you up on uh, what I've been doing all week: um, exercising, basketball. Um, Recovery at Planet Fitness on the hydro beds. Those things are immaculate. They're amazing. I 100% um, endorse Planet Fitness and their um, massaging, I guess, tables or beds is the best way to put it. Um, They're fantastic. But anyway, that's besides the point. Oh, sorry. I got to go. Oh, gosh. It's besides the point. It's March, end of March, actually. So um, March Madness is actually sort of, you know, it's wrapping up. This March Madness has actually been uh, pretty crazy. And it's not like it's I look at March Madness as something like uh, I related a lot to football for me. I don't watch a lot of March Madness games. I personally just don't you know, get into them like that. I don't pay attention to college basketball players. I know what March Madness is. I understand the hype behind it. I get why people are so wrapped up into it. But it's something I just didn't or never got into. Uh, Just like sort of watching the NFL, watching football. Something I'm just not really, you know, not really into. I just, I don't get it. But me being a sports, you know, a sports guy, I obviously you know obviously know what um what goes on um and so far just the amount of upsets that we've had in the past couple of weeks were or the past week actually is uh insane to be completely honest like you had a uh, Furman knocking down the number 4 seed Virginia uh four ranked Virginia you had uh, where is it? Princeton knocking off number two Arizona. Princeton's ranked. Uh, Princeton is fifteenth. You had. Um, I'm trying to remember. Let's see who else. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um. Now I'm looking them up. So I got a. Oh yeah, Fair Dickinson. Um, they knocked off number one Purdue. That was wild. 
Um, I remember I watched a little bit of that game. That one was crazy. Um, Arkansas knocking off number one, Kansas. Then Princeton knocking off number seven, Missouri. That was a pretty wild day. Uh, then you rock off FAU knocking off Fair Dickinson, but um, FAU was the number nine. Um, so no surprise, nothing too crazy there. And then uh, you make it to today, um, FAU knocking off number four, Tennessee. That was pretty crazy. No one no one thought that was going to happen, but. Like I said, I'm not too interested in the in the in the March Madness. I keep up with it because I am a sports guy, and sort of you know, I do have a podcast, so I sort of have to you know, sort of got to talk about it. But that's really about it. I have no tie or affiliation to any of the schools that are left uh, that are going to the Elite Eight. I have no um, attachments to any of them. I have I'm not a fan. I couldn't name you one single player on any single college basketball team, and that's me being completely honest. I could not name you. I have not paid attention to a upcoming draft class, which this March Madness would be this upcoming draft, or most of the players will probably be declaring for the NBA draft um, this summer. But I could not tell you. I couldn't tell you one person that plays in college, not one. I just it doesn't. I don't care about it. I truly do not care about it. Um, I don't know. It's a weird thing, but that's besides the point. I want to talk about these. Um, I'm talk about Planet Fitness here for a second. So I talked about it last time. Just for I'm gonna do a little recap. Planet Fitness has some ups and downs. Has some perks. Has some cons. Some pros and cons. But their biggest pro is that they have the hydro bed and hydro chairs and I've described what it is, but just like a little overlay. It's a basically a massage chair that uses warm water to massage your back and like, you know, legs and shoulders, mid back, lower back, you know, hamstrings, calves down to your ankles. Just, you know, get rid of that soreness. It's amazing. But what I didn't talk about was these, Little, um, I don't know. It's weird. It's funny because it's a gym. There's a, they have this bucket. I don't know if it's like this on all planet fitnesses, obviously, but they have this bucket on the counter when you walk in and when you leave where you like check in, um, or sign in as a member, they have this bucket full of Tootsie rolls, which no one really likes Tootsie rolls. I don't even know if it's technically a chocolate. I don't know what flavor Tootsie Roll is. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be chocolate, but it's not like a chocolate I've ever had. But whatever. I'm talking about this other bowl. There's another bowl with these little purple candies in it. They're called Fruities, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're made by the Tootsie Roll company as well. But the first couple of times I went, I saw them. Didn't take any. Then my boy Marlon... Uh, who's been on the podcast, he was on the Toxic episode. He uh, was working out there one night on the weekend because um, they're open 24-7 and the gym we normally go to is not. We're, me and my boy Carson, we're leaving the, the hydro bed. You know, we're done for the night, about to dip. And Marlon sees us and he, like, tracks, like, hawks us down. Make sure that we grab a couple of these, like, fruities things, these little grape candies. These things are nuts. These things are crazy. I don't know why they're good either. 
it's like um and normally i hate artificial grape artificial grape normally isn't good it normally is the actually the worst one like i hate does uh my go-to like hydration drink right now other than water is prime by logan paul and ksi their grape flavor sucks it's awful uh the grape jolly rancher i'm not a fan grape laffy taffy not a fan art of this the flavor of artificial grape is just never good except this and the closest thing i can pinpoint it to is like you know those like um those popsicles i don't know if they're still a thing i imagine they are but like i think they're called like an orange dream sickle or a cream sickle has like orange on the outside and like this cream on the inside of it like a normal vanilla ice cream and like when you bite it it's like a like a creamy orange flavor fire just straight gas they're amazing that's the closest thing i can pinpoint it to is like a gr- the grape version of that and it's lovely it's so good to the point where me my boy carson my boy cameron cuz uh you know we'll go there and hit the hydro bed after we get done playing basketball or lifting or whatever just to get rid of some soreness to the point where we just, when we're leaving, we take a handful. Like, I take handfuls, just like Marlon. We take handfuls and put them in our pocket. I put, I keep mine in my hand while we walk out the door, and I just put them in my, like, you know, in a car. In a car. You have one normal-sized cup holder, and some cars have, like, this little smaller one. I put it in the, I put my handful in that little smaller one, and now I have, like, a little stash inside my car. And I just keep them there. I don't eat them all the time, obviously, because I've changed my diet and the way I eat and stuff like that. But they're um, they're fire, straight gas. And on top of that, I'm going to have to try them one day. The other day, um, started talking to, uh, uh, that sounds funny. The other day, like a couple days ago, uh, you're listening to this on Friday. So uh, let's go with Tuesday couple days ago on Tuesday or maybe a little bit before that I don't know it doesn't really matter um there's a girl that goes to the gym her name's Riley I never I don't really like know her know her we've recently you know talked to each other and we're cool we're pretty we're pretty good uh, yeah we're pretty cool we pretty friendly um but we were talking and she saw me like whip one out uh, and eat it and got to talking to her about it and I you know she asked for one I'm a gentle person so i'm a kind i'm a kind man so i give it give her the you know give her one and she goes oh you know she's had that brand or whatever before she's informs me that there are more flavors there's like a strawberry one um i don't even remember what she said because strawberry is my favorite like one of my favorite fruits and i can't imagine how good that strawberry version is i bet it's just straight gas i bet it's fire so i'm gonna have to try that one day i'm glad i remembered to talk about that too so shout out to uh shout out to the to the new to the new homie riley for putting me on game on the strawberry fruities or whatever they're called i'm gonna have to find those and try them uh yeah so shout out riley for that it's a it's a big w right there but Moving on, since it is Friday, and the last episode I recorded was last Friday, something happened in between then, a little thing called UFC, 
two fighters by the name uh, by the names of Leon Edwards and Kamaro Usman. They had their third fight in eight years. The first time they met up was in 2015, and Kamaro Usman got the better of them. They meet again last year. Kamaro Usman beats Leon Edwards' cheeks for four and a half rounds. It's just total domination for four rounds and half of the fifth round. Sorry, I got quiet. It's raining now. I didn't know it was going to rain. Like I said, Kamar Usman beats in the second fight, beats him up for four rounds and half of the fifth round. And then out of nowhere, Leon Rocky Edwards lands a a head kick that destroys, leaves Kamar Usman flat. So now Kamar Usman loses his belt, got knocked out. Leon Edwards is the champ, right? I'm happy. You know, it's a good thing. New champ goes to London you know, Leon, Rocky Edwards, been working at the title for so long. Good story. So, as the story would go in fighting and most things, you win one, they win one. It's a tiebreaker. Best of three, right? So, they have the third fight. This happened on, uh, this happened last Saturday. They, you know, they, they square off for the third time. And um, me personally, I thought Kamara Usman, because Kamara Usman's been dominant in the welterweight division for so long and normally has almost no holes in his game. He gets out there, he'll throw hands with you, he can grapple, he's strong, he's big, he's powerful, he can wrestle. He has almost no weaknesses in his game. Um, I thought it was going to be a... Oh, a massacre. I thought Kamar Usman was going to get out there and just destroy Leon Edwards, but that was the exact opposite. Leon Edwards and his camp came in with a great game plan, used a lot of leg kicks, a lot of body kicks to open up, try to open up the head kick, uh, stay on the outside somewhere where they wouldn't feel the feel Kamaru's power and let him grapple and wrestle, and it worked out great. Leon Edwards beat Kamar Usman in a, in a, in a decision. Um... And, we're, you know, he kept his belt, uh, you know, didn't see that coming whatsoever. But, you know, that's cool. Uh, so congratulations to the to the new champ, Leon Rocky Edwards. And um, I'm, I'm trying to think, was there any other any other fights on the on that card? Yeah, Justin Gaethje and Rafael uh, Fiziev, they fought majority decision, went to Justin Gaethje, Gunnar Nelson and Brian Barberna. Uh, submission to Gunnar Nelson. Marvin Vittori won in a decision. Um it's really about it. I didn't watch the I didn't watch the card. Uh mainly because the only fight I was very that I was interested in was the Kamara Usman Leon Edwards fight. Just being completely honest. I just had no interest in it. Um there's a decent, there's actually, there's a, so tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, um, I guess it would be tomorrow for you because you're listening to it on a Friday. So Saturday, the <clears throat> uh, 25th uh, on UFC Fight Night, uh, Marlon Vera, who is actually responsible for Sugar Sean O'Malley's only loss, is fighting Corey Sandhagen. That'll be a good fight. Holly Holm returns. That'll be pretty cool. Um... I'm just looking over these. I'm trying to see if I see anything that piques my interest. It's going to be on ESPN, so I'll get to watch it for free. But I have no, 
yeah, I'm not really. I won't be watching it. I'm like, if I if I'm not doing anything, I'll try to take a peek of it. But what I'm really interested in, the one I'm really interested in, is that UFC 287 April 8th card. That card is stacked. Card is stacked. You got the rematch of Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya. Adesanya. Uh, Israel, you know, sort of in the same boat as Kamaru Usman. In that fight, Izzy was beating him for four and a half rounds. And then Alex Perea, they call him Stonehands, landed a couple bombs on Izzy. And Izzy, you know, he TKO'd him. Uh, It was a stoppage. Um, But, yeah, no, you got the rematch. Uh, Alex Perea, 7-1. Israel Adesanya, 23-2. Izzy's the favorite going in at 155, but not by much because Alex Perea is the underdog at 130, so a difference of 25. Then the co-main second fight or the second to last fight of the night is Gilbert Burns and Orhe Masvidal. Game Bread makes his return. The BMF himself. I'm very excited for that. I'm a big fan of Game Bread and Orhe Masvidal. Um, Not really a big fan of Rob Font or Adrian Yanez, but that's a good fight. I'll watch it. Um... Kevin Holland, Kevin Big Mouth Holland is on the card. I like him a lot. And then I'm actually very interested in the first fight on the pay-per-view, which is Raul Rosas Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez. It's two very young guys in the UFC. Pretty sure Raul Rosas Jr. made his debut a couple months ago when he was 17. Uh, he's undefeated. He's 7-0 going against Christian Rodriguez, who's 8-1. That should be a good fight between two young people. And... um Michael Kiesa is fighting. I like him. He's on the prelims. Kelvin Gastelum's fighting. He's on the prelims. I like him. Uh, Li Jing Liang. He's cool. He's fighting uh, Michael Kiesa. Chris Barnett should be cool. He's you know sort of made a splash in the UFC because of his antics. But yeah, no, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of this card. I think it'll be very, very, very entertaining. My prediction is Israel Adesanya wins. In a five-round, just technical kickboxing bat battle against Alex Perea, he gets his belt back. They go for the third, and I think, as much as I hate to say it, I think Alex Perea knocks Izzy out in the third fight. I hate to say it, but I think it's going to happen. I got Orhe Masvidal with the upset over Gilbert Burns. I think he finishes Gilbert quick. I got the upset. I don't really have a choice for. Rob Font or Adrian Yanez, and I think Kevin Holland gets the job done pretty quick against Santiago. And then Raul Rosas Jr., I got him winning by submission in round one. Those are my predictions. You can take him to the bank. And then, wrapping up my little UFC segment. What the heck? July 8th. TBA, TBA. They got 294 in October. Good Lord, dude. They got stuff way up. May 6th, though, is pretty cool. Um... Got the championship fight, Aljamain, the bantamweight champion, uh, fighting Henry Cejudo, who's coming back after a couple years of retirement. He's coming back to fight for the bantamweight belt against Aljamain Sterling. Co-main event, you got Benil Dariush. Uh, He hadn't fought in a minute, but I like him against Charles Dubronx. Oliveira, that'll be a good one. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty, making his uh, return to the octagon after getting smoked. 
in his last fight. Um, Jessica Andrade should be pretty cool. Um, I think that's it. I'm looking at this card. That's really about it. It's another card I won't be buying, but I'll definitely try to watch some highlights. I don't know. Should be pretty interesting, I think. Should be, those are some good fights. Got some good fights coming up. I'm actually very excited to see when Connor and Michael Chandler's fight will be announced. I'm pretty sure that, that John Jones and Stipe are going to be fighting during International Fight Week. I'm almost positive about that. John Jones didn't take any damage in his last fight. He's probably super fresh. But training for Stipe and training for Cyril, uh, Cyril Gon are two different animals. Cyril Gon, we all knew how that was going to go. He can't wrestle. John Jones is a prolific wrestler. He's great at it. I knew how that was going to go. Stipe, on the other hand, big, strong, fast, can box, can kickbox, can wrestle, can grapple, can he has good takedown defense. He's the greatest heavyweight UFC fighter of all time. It's a little more tricky. You got to be, you, gotta, you know, you got to open up your weapons a little bit more. But I think John Jones beats him too. There's a reason John Jones is the greatest UFC fighter of all time. But we'll see. But anyway. I think that's all I got. That's not true. I lied. I'm going to take a sip of this water real quick. Ah, delicious. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm wrapping up this little health issue I had with my stomach and my gut health and intestine health pretty sure that's I've almost weathered the storm I at least I hope I, I pray that I I am I'm thinking about um so you'll be hearing this on Friday I'm recording it on Thursday um you'll know by the next time I really want to do early episodes cause I, so I can cover what happens over a weekend I really want to but dude it sucks I don't know. Well, I'll talk about it next week. I'm going to try tomorrow, Friday, to go get a tattoo. I had this cool idea. So, I don't think I've actually ever talked about this on the podcast, actually. So, years ago, like many years ago, like when I was like, oh, I don't know, 21, um, I had this idea to get a tattoo, which was an astronaut, like just an astronaut spacesuit. Um... And, you know, like, so the MTV guy is an astronaut, and he's holding, instead of holding an American flag, he's holding an MTV flag. I wanted to get an astronaut, instead of holding a flag, he was holding, like, a basketball. And instead of having, like, astronaut boots or space boots on, he had the Nike Air Mags on from Back to the Future. I always thought that would be, like, super cool. Well, years ago, some of this uh, guy I know, he, I'm not going to say anybody by name, but... I mentioned this while I was working one day and he heard it and he said it was, that was like a cool idea. And I was like, thanks. And you know, I was getting, planning on getting it done at some point, just didn't know when. So I'm out one night and I, uh, get a snap from this man. I'm with one of my friends and he's at the tattoo shop and he tells me he's getting what I, what I thought of. I'm like, nah, nah, you're lying. And he sends me this little snap of like, you know, the, the sketch. And I was like, this dude is nuts. So we pull up on him. Um, obviously, he's getting tattooed. I'm not, you know, can't do anything about it. 
So, yeah, he got my tattoo idea, which sort of sucks because I really wanted to get that. I thought I think that would have been like a really cool. And he didn't get the exact same thing, so I actually might still get it. I think that would be like a cool thing to get. I think I'm still going to get it, actually. But anyway, moving on. I think tomorrow I'm going to try to go by a Travis Street tattoo where I get tattooed at and uh, talk to my friend Scott, a.k.a. Corpse, uh, the only tattoo artist that works there that I still talk to from the old days when they were called Love and Hate uh, Tattoo Shop. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo on my leg. So, like, I have two on my leg already. I have the 824, 8-24 Mamba for my Kobe thing. And then on the side of my kneecap, on my left leg, so the outside of my kneecap, I have the the Kobe logo, the the triangle looking logo Kobe Bryant's logo I think I'm gonna keep the sports theme on my left leg I think that'll be pretty cool and cohesive because none of my other tattoos are really cohesive they have nothing really to do with one another they're all sort of like just there and they form a sleeve of some sort I think with my leg because it is such a, like a blank canvas if i decide to like you know cover it up or do the whole thing i can i that's the i that's the road i'm going to take on it very like sports driven cuz sports are a major part of my life certain players and stuff like that are also a part of you know part of my life a part of my daily life that i pay attention to and um i'm thinking about so if you're holding your left knee right it's going to be very strange to try to talk about on a podcast, but I'm going to try my best. So if you're sitting down and you put your palm, your left hand on your left knee, palm on your kneecap, and you go over to the right by like an inch and then drop down to where your palm is reaching, is touching the bottom of that part of your kneecap, like caddy corner to your kneecap on the inside, um, like a little off to the right of your shin, that little section right there, I really want to get the number 10 with the number one in the number 10. So the number one being shaded or, uh, I guess, colored in or filled in like a soccer ball, um, you know, hexagonal, hexagonal shapes, black and white, obviously not white, but like the other shapes filled in black. So it has the pattern of a soccer ball. And then the zero um, being actually the number one. No, it's, never mind. I lied. Yeah, the number one and then uh, shaded in like a soccer ball cut, like, you know, filled in like a soccer ball with a soccer ball design. And then the zero being like a black mamba, like a snake. So it looks like the number 10, but the zero is a snake and um, the Lionel Messi logo behind it. And my reasoning is because Lionel Messi is one of my favorite athletes of all time behind Kobe Bryant, of course. And obviously just won a World Cup. He's the GOAT. So I figured Lionel Messi has been a part of my life for who knows how long. He's my favorite soccer player. He's one of my favorite athletes of all time. So he wears number 10. He's worn number 10 pretty much his whole career. And when he plays for Argentina, his country team, he wears number 10. Him and Kobe Bryant have that in common. When Kobe Bryant plays for USA, he wears number 10. Or when he played for USA, he wore number 10. Um, get the soccer, you know, soccer ball to fill up the one, the black Mamba for the zero, a little bit of both, you know, soccer and Kobe. Kobe played soccer when he was younger because he lived in Italy and he grew up in Italy. And then the messy logo behind it because it's a very messy driven tattoo mixed with a little bit of Kobe Bryant influence. Uh, 
But that's what I had. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not sure yet. I might just go full soccer theme because I already do have two Kobe Bryant tattoos. But we'll see. I'm not sure. You know, I'll get back to you on that one. If I get it done, you'll find out next week. We'll see. Um, but I think that's it. That's I mean, I'm, I'm being 100% serious that time. I think that's all I got. Um, other than the fact that I keep, every time I say that, something new pops into my head that I can't talk about. I'm actually, so I don't know if you recall, but I was in like a basketball league uh, that was ran by my friend Keyshawn uh, early last year. Um, that was pretty cool and inter- you know entertaining. You know, I haven't played competitive basketball in a very long time, so that was, you know, it's refreshing to get out there and have that competitive edge, that competitive drive to um, where you you know you want to win. You have a purpose for wanting to win, other than just your selfish reasons. Well. I play basketball all the time. So playing in a basket in a competitive basketball league, that's nothing new to me. It's not like I'm not doing anything I haven't done before. You know, I play basketball every week. That's a sport that I'll never give up until my until I physically can't um, do it anymore. There is a sport though that I played. It was my first sport. It's a sport I played the longest. Sport that I it's my second favorite sport behind all the sports I you know in all the in order of all the sports I played. Behind basketball, of course. Um, and that's baseball. Um, they have like this like men's, and it's not baseball, it's slow pitch softball, so it's a little, it's actually a lot different. Um, but, you know, general rules apply. You know, you throw a ball, catch it, tag base. You know, all the, you know, the core elements are still there. And uh, I was asked to play on my friend Keyshawn's team. And we've been having, we've had a couple practices this week. Our first game is Monday. Uh, we got a double header. We got two games, one at 6.30, one at 7.30. If you're around Sherman, Denison area or in Grayson County, uh, pull up to Fairview Park at 6.30. Come watch uh, Come watch us play. Uh, I'll give you some merch. I'll have some in my trunk. I normally always have some merch in my trunk. And, um, yeah, if you're around and you want to come watch us play, that would be dope. But, yeah, no, that's uh, pretty interesting. I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing how it goes. Um. I, I think personally think I'm better at baseball than I was at basketball. Come uh, completely honest. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this, you know, how this whole slow pitch thing goes. I, during practice or one of the practices, we actually, so our first practice was on Sunday and, um, you know, I get out there, a couple of my friends are out there. I invited my friend Carson out there to come. He also plays baseball. I convinced Keyshawn to add him to the team. Cause looking at that team before, uh, I told Carson to come out there. I was the only person who had ever played baseball before. You have to have some sort of knowledge of the game to play it. And that's something this team did not have. So I had Carson come out. And uh, while we're out there practicing, you know, I'm covering first, doing just chilling. There's another team on the field next to us. And they go, hey, yo, y'all want to scrimmage? I find out. 30 minutes later, while we're going to scrimmage these people, that this team is the team that's in the league that we play, that we play in. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm watching them play, and this other team's not very good. Just the team I'm on is that bad. But I get out there and, you know, fielding, infielding, and, you know, fielding balls and catching the ball, that's so easy for me at this point. That's something I've done. I couldn't even tell. I've done it more than a million times. 
hands down, from you know the time I started playing baseball at four to the time I stopped, I've caught more than a million throws in my life, easily, hands down. So the throwing and catching and fielding, that all is pretty second nature to me. It came back very easy after not doing it for so long. What I was nervous about, in all honesty, was when it was our team's turn to get up to bat. Because it's different. You're hitting a ball that's slightly bigger. And it's just different completely. You're using a different type of bat than I would have whenever I play baseball. But the biggest thing I had an issue with, and Carson actually had the same issue, was the the speed. So, obviously in baseball, you have another person throwing a ball at you as hard and fast as they can. With saying, you know, in in more, you know, older leagues and more advanced leagues, these kids are throwing, you know, sliders, sinkers. These balls do, you know, these pitches do dips and turns and the rotation looks funny coming at you when you, you know, when you're throwing a ball in baseball and in baseball, these things are coming at you. Obviously, no 90, 90 pluses in some rare instances, you'll get a 90 pluser, but these baseballs are traveling at you at, you know, 80 miles an hour or 70 to 80 miles an hour, which is very fast. So in baseball, you have a split second from the time that ball leaves the pitcher's hands to the time your brain, you decide if you're going to swing at it or not by reading where the ball is. You have a split second to decide that. In this league, it's slow pitch softball and they throw like underhand. That speed difference is took me a minute to sort of get down because I'm used to, okay, the ball came out of the pitcher's hands. I'm ready to swing now. And the ball's not even halfway to me yet. So I, it took me a minute to figure it out, but your boy uh, got on base. He got me a nice little hit. I went one one for two that game. Uh, and I, second time I got up to bat, uh, pop you know pop out towards center field area. No biggie. It's just a little scrimmage. But I'm I'm pretty excited. Looking forward to that. Our team's name is the Headhunters, which is ironic because we my team. I was watching the rest of my team bat. We ain't hitting nothing out of nowhere. We ain't hunting anything. But it's sort of, it's funny. It's cool. Um, But yeah, no, that's all I got for this episode. And I mean it now. Even if I think of something, I'm cutting cutting it off. Um, So yeah. um, Remember, uh, May 16th, summer merch. I've been giving out a little bit um, to a couple people around Sherman because I know they'll wear it. Sort of, you know. You see somebody wearing something that's not very, you know, around. You don't see it a lot. You ask questions. You it piques people's interest. So I've strategically given out some summer merch ahead of time, giving it out early just for free because I'm, like I said, I'm a nice guy. And, um, yeah, May 16th, the NYMP Summer Collection drops. Pretty excited about that. Oh, I'm also excited to add um, to tell people that it's not just T-shirts. I'm doing T-shirts, shorts, and bucket hats because bucket hats are popping people like them i got two i got a black one and an or- i got a black black one that's reversible to orange and i have this teal one or not teal it's like a sky blue with um the summer nymp logo on it and it's pretty hard i like it i've been wearing it during our baseball slash softball practices so we'll see uh yeah just remember may 16th that the summer summer merch drops so get prepared to cop that got a bunch of colors in the hats the shorts and the shirts i'm gonna need some bread from you people because uh 
you know, I got to I got to make some money. Um, yeah, that's really about it. Just uh, wrap it up by saying thank you for listening. You know, always means a lot whenever I look at viewership and it's still pretty much the same, if not growing. It's always cool. Um, shout out my boy Marlon for putting me on these fruities. Shout out to the new uh, shout out to Riley, someone I just met, um, for putting me on game on the strawberry editions or the strawberry versions of these things and the other flavors. I'm gonna have to definitely cop those. So shout out to Riley for that. And um, yeah, I'll see y'all next week. <laughs>